Yeah. Yeah, buddy. That'd be good. But yeah, that was interesting. That was cool. Lucky just wanted to bring her on to, uh, like, no guarantees or anything like that. We just like, yeah, sure, stop by, whatever. Yeah. We'll just meet who you are. And she she's from Southside Chicago. Uh, she wants to. Uh, I, I just like when people actually have legit goals and like a, a strong why mm. as to why they're doing things. Like she really wants to uh, because like in the South Side of Chicago, apparently there's like no studios. There's no way to like really pursue music or pursue certain dreams and stuff because there's no like uh you know place to do it you always had to drive really far away i yeah. guess to go do something so she really wants to like bring uh you know the the required <laughs> equipment and be that resources that's mm-hmm. the word to like the south that side area. i guess so people can start you know making moves i find it interesting that you know you would feel like you still need like those I don't want to say that sort of infrastructure, but like with how home studios are such a big thing, I find it hard to believe that you don't have, you know, individuals in that area that like are already doing that. Now, it may not be a production house in general, which that in itself would be a good plus. But, Mm -hmm. you know, with how, you know, technology is evolving and, you know, with beat makers now that are, you know, like sidelining as being producers. Yeah. There already is that. So the biggest thing is just like if you bring an entity like that there, you know, not saying that people in Southside can't afford it, not saying at all, but you got to know your, I guess, your demographic and being like, okay, if I'm bringing, you know, this type of, you know, entity into the Southside of Chicago, you know, how it's going to rival you know all those you know home studios that you know everybody's going to and everybody's okay mm-hmm. with you know going to people's houses now and recording it's it's normal now it's not like yeah. before where you know it had to be in the freaking big ass building where you got like gobos here or gobos there and cool lights and a fucking chandelier in the studio yeah. now it's like you're lucky if you got a lamp in the studio you know <laughs> i got a lamp it's pretty pretty janky over there that's but. right so i mean like uh but that's definitely a, a cool goal to have so like yeah so, so. i mean some people just don't know they still think they need a you know a record deal or yeah. a, a big ass studio to make these things yeah. happen you know and it's just it's just information bro yeah it's like, inf- it's fascinating how the world can people can change so much with just the right information it's just mm. amazing how much people don't know but yeah. it 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 has i think it has a lot to do also with just not even looking for the information either True. you know like i know like dylan likes to use this example as a like a friend of his who's like a doctor or something who just never thought to turn on the defroster during the winter in his car he just huh. never thought to do it apparently or something like that it was something weird okay um but it blew his mind because he didn't even <laughs> think of it like remember uh even me with watching netflix or something like i could have brought my mouse over to the couch i didn't have to keep getting up <laughs> To change the episode. That. I remember that. Stupid little shit. It's just like you don't think of it. I remember that. Yeah. I remember you dying laughing that, like the last time like you are now. It's just, it's, it can be that weird. I feel like I would have mentioned that to him. It's like, why don't you just bring it over to you, jackass? <laughs> I think I think it was Dylan here. He just literally, he didn't even say anything. He just walked over and just it's grabbed like, it and put it down. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I freaking love it. it. No, but you're right though. It's just like those moments is just like I get it's like looking at it, it's just like okay, why did I not do this this whole time? Like for instance, like and that's probably the only thing that TikTok is good for for me. Mm-hmm. 
and I don't have TikTok. And do I do they do chuck on like uh like I did? Did you know you could do this or I yeah. learned this today or something? I'm like, yeah. damn. Well, like even like with the and something as simple as you know putting the bag in the trash can. I would always just take the bag and try to fit it in when you can just put it over the bag, the trash can, and then put your hand through, and then that's it. You know, yeah. that's like one, two. You're moving on. You're not like putting it in and putting it around the rim, all that stuff. I'm just like, I got stuff to do, bro. I know. Boom, boom. Like two steps. It's you know? weird, dude. You know? Like we just don't think of it. I know. And it could be simple, like simpler. It's how like they have like those questions where it's like, you're smarter than like a fifth grader oh or something, God, yeah. but like they just think different, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, why would you do all this work? You know, we're overcomplicating things yeah. over here, even though it seems simple to us over here, you know? So it's, it's I'm sure they're like, even in the studio, there's probably something that's like, oh, fuck, yeah, bro, I should have done it that way. <laughs> but it's it's always like that, you know? Like, um, yeah. even like that example, I can bring that, you know, over to, you know, owning a house. It's just like, there's some stuff you could do a different way that's easier, but, you know, it, it just really, like you said, it's all about the information that you have and then what you know. And if that's all you know, it seems like a safer route and approach. Now, and I guess in the act of doing things, okay, it's always about like, okay, what are the, I don't want to say plus or minuses, but like, okay, what are the drawbacks? What are the setbacks? You know, if I go this route, is it going to take me longer? Is it going to fuck up more shit? I don't know. All those tangents you can go into, but, um, but yeah, it's something as simple as taking the mouse and moving it over. That's, uh, <laughs> I, I, I get your point. But it just goes to show we're limited by what we know, you know? Yeah. And that's why I'm always telling people like in music to okay, collab, dude. Yeah. Collab. Like, yeah. Like, we chat with blow and stuff. Like I'm a dude, like, cause he, because just cause I'm mixing his stuff right now and, uh, like even helping him out with some, you know, prod stuff up there, just writing a melody to like one of his beats or something mm. like he never would have thought to write it the way I did. Mm. Cause we're not the same person, yeah. you know, I get it, you know, or, or doing vocals the way I yeah. did down here. So we're just limited by what we know. That's why it's good to collab. Mm-hmm. So like, a remember, uh, I think Shane told me like the, the best advice for a producer to be a better producer is to listen to your artist because they're going to think of some things that you're not going to think of yeah you know they'll make you a better producer yeah i think shane said that yeah maybe it, someone i'll give him credit <laughs> <laughs> whatever shout to shane bro shout out to shane bro yeah, what's up bro. buddy what you doing one day you're gonna listen to this and be like oh they're talking about me yeah they're talking about me man yeah. i know them fellas man they <laughs> over on the south side of that world mississippi he lost me yeah okay Oh, this so yeah. Uh, you talking about Sherry kind of just brought me back into like uh, living all together and all that stuff. It's just like it's just so crazy. Like you see, like for instance, and in something as simple in January that's usually the longest month in the year felt like it went by like a flash. This month, yeah. Oh, dude, it's so it, slow for me. Oh, really? No, it's 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 because we're doing so much shit, dude. It's a combination of like fast and slow. Mm-hmm. It's very odd. Um, I mean, one month was straight interview, or one week was straight interviews, yeah. dude. Like, we got back, we we had the meeting with the lawyers, like, mm-hmm. a day after. Yeah. And then it was all, like, okay, we have to plan, we have to figure that out. Yeah. Get, uh, and then we were, like, okay, I'm going to figure this internship out, do the handshake stuff. Well, handshake stuff was done back in December, so mm-hmm. we were kind of, like, talking already to people already over break and stuff. And I was, like, all break, I was researching so much stuff. <laughs> so much stuff, like, distribution companies. Um, like the future of what a record label could be with like, you know, Trap Nation and Lyrical Lemonade and mm. uh, 
like color studio and stuff and like uh, I read this article where like Dylan's been trying to tell me this for fucking ever but like sometimes you got to hear it from somewhere else you know because um, you expect it from there for sure yeah but it was like <clears throat> that and then something else I think Roy sent me something about uh, this Dorian Gray thing uh, foundation uh, yeah. about like meme pages being like the new playlist and stuff so I mean that was always that was always in the back of my mind too and then I read this article that was even it was like 2017 or 18 I think it was how media companies are the next record label you know what i mean because it's it's all about attention it's all about like defeating obscurity and all that shit like being known so like when you build and that's what we're doing with upstate we're becoming a media company where it's you know we're talking about like mc news and all that shit um network and all that shit and then like eventually we'll have the upstate media group and then you know multiple media companies underneath that and all that shit regardless um Whoop whoop! Got some sirens going by. Hey, buddy, I ain't do nothing. My house yeah. ain't on fire. Oh, who died? There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually a, a, a two doors down. There's like a military thing. Oh, uh, military. They literally just pulled it right in front of the house, dude. Right behind you. Oh shit! Is it a firehouse or? It is a firehouse. It is a firehouse. Oh shit! What's going on? Hold on. One sec. One sec. We going back. Hold on, my guy. Okay, we got an ambulance. We got a fire truck. Oh, so this yeah, probably is that place. It's kind of typical, yeah. Probably is the house with yeah. the veterans. And oh shit! Whoa. No, it's not. It's going to the. <gasps> no, oh fuck! Damn, dude. I hope none of no, nobody passed away. They're always chill. Yeah, they're chill as hell. I saw like that that Nissan right there. Mm. Some guy came out of that, and he looked like a medical type of dude. Mm. And he walked over to that house. I guess, you know, it's not like on TV when you see the ambulance come out where they're, like, rushing and moving quick. Yeah, they're walking slow, Walking man. slow. Maybe it's the South or something. I'm just like, all right, let's uh, see what's going unless on. Unless they were pronounced dead or something. I don't oh, know. no, it can't be. That would be fun. She's too man. chill for that. You know what I mean? She was like, chill. Like, the old guy was always out there. Yeah, old, old guy. Every time I, I waved t- to him, too. Every time I waved to him, you know, sometimes he just didn't see me. He kind of just looked straight sometimes. Yeah. Oh, Actually, he was a stretcher. Shit. That's one thing I miss about this house too. All these windows. Mm-hmm. Damn. I hope we don't need the stretcher. You know what kills me when I see that shit? It's like getting on that fucking ambulance ride. Eleven hundred dollars or something. Ain't right, dude. Dude, I'm dude, just. I paid eight hundred dollars for mine. Mm-hmm. Joseph here is one of the assistants. Mm-hmm. Um, when I bla- I was drunk, blacked out, drunk yeah. in an alleyway somewhere, like in Albany or something. <laughs> shit. I woke up in a hospital and I was like, yeah. and I had to pay eight hundred dollars for the trip. I was pissed. <laughs> you like, fucking with me? Why didn't you should have left me there? <laughs> should have left me He's there. Like, well, no, we couldn't. Yes, you could have for eight hundred dollars. Yeah, leave me there. Leave my yeah. ass there. I don't care if I didn't. <laughs> Fucking by a bum or some shit and fucking getting thrown up. I'm on. like, I'm still not out eight hundred dollars. <laughs> I need that eight hundred dollars, bro. Damn, that's crazy. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, like I, mean, I was. It should be open. I was looking at that and um. Oh, one second. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the older uh people died over there like they've never gone they to didn't that house die yet. Damn. oh we don't know we don't know <laughs> just but the stretcher's out front can you get joseph sorry he said 
He said they died. They didn't even see anybody come out the car. He just said they died. Stupid. I don't know. I'm concerned. I always waved at him. Yeah, like I'm I concerned said. too, but don't say it. They usually always go to that house over there. Yeah. Because there's like a military thing see, over there. See, they're not so. using the stretcher. All right, cool. See? So, someone's on the stretcher or no? No, no, no. one's on the stretcher. It's just over there. They brought the stretcher, I guess, just in case. He pronounced them dead already. That's <laughs> someone not superstitious, but that's one mm -hmm. thing I'm superstitious hey. about. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna, we're, me and him are filming a podcast real Sounds quick, good. so I'll hit you up after. Uh, yeah. It looks like they're gonna bring him out. They're probably gonna walk him out. Yeah. Like. Get that door, bro. Yeah, maybe I can pump up the volume and hear all the weird stories I just said. <laughs> More into the life of Dave when he was out $800 for the ambulance ride. Yeah, it was like kegs and eggs or something back home, St. Paddy's Day. <laughs> Started drinking at like uh, like kegs 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. Yeah, I don't know if they do it anymore. See, I've never, maybe it's just because of my experience with um, Halloween when I was still in college. Mm -hmm. But like anything that involves an incredible amount of drinking and partying, I usually just don't put myself in that environment yeah just because i don't know i feel like i learned my lesson and I'm oh, like, i did you know you know what i mean it's just like it's one of those things like when it's how like, yeah how do we just get drunk and it's like i'm gonna stay home <laughs> you know i'm just like i don't need to you know i'm just like yeah, I hear you. it's like it's one of those i'm just like yeah i learned that lesson a little later yeah i'm just like i'm not trying to go that low again i'm just like mm -mm, i'm good but yeah being eight, being out eight hundred dollars just like that's a. Yeah, it, it, that that pisses me off, dude. I was fucked up. That, that would night. piss me off. He's like, why in the fuck, <laughs> dude? I literally woke up in a hospital and like I was like freaking out. I thought it was in a saw movie because I had like you know the needles and the stuff on in me and stuff to hydrate me or whatever oh the fuck. And I like looked at my right, it's Gma and my two siblings, Donovan oh. and Daly. They're like these are. They're young. They're like ten or something, and I'm freaking out. Like, where the fuck am I? And the nurse is like, you can't swear. Fuck you. Where am I? <laughs> I was never. I was so confused. Oh Damn, my dude. dude! And that's I like it happened it. again too. Like. <laughs> Except the next time it was in Massachusetts in Springfield that I woke up and I was handcuffed to the uh, the bed. No way. Yeah, but I was in like the lobby. I wasn't. They didn't even like give me a room or anything. I woke up. I was like, "Fuck again! <laughs> God damn it! I was so mad. I was so mad." This dude. time he was handcuffed. You're fucking with me! Holy shit! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he went hard in the paint. Yeah, it did go hard in the paint. <laughs> Too much stuff, man. Too much stuff. But look at you now. Just got in a taxi cab, got back home, mm -hmm. hit up the calf at Springfield. <laughs> fucking, uh... Well, that was in college, yeah? Yeah, this was like 2010 or something. I chilled out like 2011 mm -hmm. time a little bit. That was when you was in school near Mechanicville? No, Springfield's Massachusetts. Massachusetts? That's like the west side of uh, Massachusetts. Okay. I personally don't like that place. The Springfield or Mechanicville? Springfield. I love my hometown. It's, okay. it's all gl glory. It's all good. But uh, just, you know, bad experiences at Springfield. Yeah. So. I hear you. Yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. The, some... the, the, I mean, the college, the, the cities, whatever. But uh, whatever. Yeah. I'll get famous and they'll be like, oh, can we use your likeness? <laughs> John Cena apparently went to school there. So. <laughs> 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 
yeah. how can you not do that sound like it's just so Dude, my football coach like played football with him apparently really like, he was like friends with him or something oh yeah back in the cool. day but i guess when he got famous he became a dick or something oh that's expected whatever yeah you know, like I mean, like I mean, how I mean, would not saying joking at John Cena, you wouldn't expect him to be a dick, but I mean, who's surprised? I'm not. I, I don't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, don't compare yourself to anybody. You know? Well, like for instance, it's like me. You know, when I would tour, like some artists that well, I, I mean, I, comparison, like if like you know, coach didn't do something. Oh like, yeah, yeah, no. Big, no. I just mean, like, um, yeah, you know, John um, Cena's like in the new Fast and Furious now or some shit. I'm yeah, like, he he matches I don't know how the description. I feel about that. I feel like he matches. He's supposed to be fucking Vin Diesel's brother, apparently. Vin Diesel's brother, which is the only honestly. When I saw the trailer, Fast Nine, whatever, whatever it was, it was really cool. Like I'm, all, I'm is the trailer I'm, already out for that? It came out like a year ago or something, really? but then COVID hit, uh, uh, so they like held off on a lot of stuff. But it was the only way I would accept that Jordana Brewster, like mm. Brian O'Connor's wife. And um, John Cena being in that movie making sense to me because mm. I hated that they're they, they were bringing her back like mm. her character should be retired with uh with Brian O'Connor I think we chatted about this we like did. it was it was you know on the last one or whatever um, but I just thought it was stupid that they were bringing her back but the fact that John Cena isn't like replacing you know Paul Walker it's 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 a different story it's Vin Diesel's and her brother mm. in this story I'm like. Okay, that's all right. I get why she would get pulled back in now, and that's literally the only way I would accept it. Too. Mm. Like, if it was just some fuck off character, oh, we got to bring in fucking Jordana Brewsters, I would have been pissed. I'd be like, come on, man. I didn't even like that they mentioned him in the eighth movie. Yeah, I think I remember you saying you know, that as well. I think they even like stopped by in the eighth movie to for Vin Diesel to like chat with her or something. For me, I don't remember. I don't remember shit from the the Fate of the Furious or whatever it was. It was kind of like a. The only was that the one where they were like driving cars and like on, on ice? ice. Yeah, I I vaguely that's the only thing I remember about that's the only that thing movie. I remember of it too, man. <laughs> I don't really remember anything like substantial. Yeah, from it. it's just like you you know like a movie doesn't have much to it when like you know you only remember that one scene. Well, that just means it's a dope scene, you know. But oh wait, wasn't it? Wasn't there a baby in in that movie or a kid like with Vin Diesel's kid or something? The fuck if I remember. Like uh, I can't remember shit from that movie. Wasn't it? The, I usually remember them. Yeah. Like I could quote them. Okay, maybe like okay, maybe we'll we'll figure it out. Is it the one where they like were in France and they had this like literally a warehouse of dope ass cars that just put them? It's like I want yeah, that one. and the rock and that uh, and uh, that part ludicrous was, show up and yeah, they're fucking yeah. with that English dude because they thought they were like not rich enough or something. Because that's the one with the blonde chick that kind of just came in and yeah, Vin Diesel kind of just like turned bad guy, turned on his family. Right, That right, was I think right. that was the whole angle. He turned on his yeah, family because really. she had something on them or yeah. whatever. And he I'm was, not going to lie. It's probably my least favorite one so far. I, I didn't really... I'm just like, it's just... I guess the, the whole angle of that was, okay, well, we know Vin Diesel, char- Vin Diesel's, you know, character, you know, and, you know, Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. And for him to go about doing something like that, that person has to have something very major on him for him to turn on something that he holds dear, which is family. You know, yeah. it seems like he has a great sense of family. So I think that was the whole thing. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know. It, it, it didn't, it didn't strike me as much at the time, you know, when I watched it and, I may have that DVD. I know usually that's why I like Black Friday because I'll get all the Fast and Furious. They usually always have them. Yeah, they'll so probably like, have like a 
you know, once the I think the tenth one's supposed to be the final, final one, like to complete that, you know, Vin Diesel saga or whatever. Don't tell me they're gonna make another saga. They're they're gonna do spinoffs. I know, like the Rock. Didn't they do a spinoff? Yeah, Rock and Hobbs. I fucked with that movie. It was it was entertaining. I haven't seen it. Is that the word of the Rock in it? And um, what's his name? The guy that uh oh. There's Jason Statham. Yeah, I fuck with him. Yeah, dude. he's the man, dude. He, he is he's cool the as shit. man. Like, yeah, I love them bickering. It's hilarious oh, as fuck. Like, that guy, like, he dude, just he has said, a face of someone that you yeah, just don't yeah. want to fuck with. Like, yeah. literally. And he's short, too, though. He's like 5'8 or 5'9 or something shit like that. Yeah. Uh, but he's a, he's like a black belt and stuff. He's shredded, dude. He's yeah, like, he's, he's He fuck you up. Yeah, like, like, I would not want to receive a headbutt from him at no, all. That would no, kill me. That head looks mighty, uh, mighty clean, my guy. Mighty like, doomed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> like a cue ball. He hits you in the hand and you're just like, your head just like, like capsizes under the weight and the pressure of like his head and just like, like a freaking uh, waterman. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they'll probably do start doing more spinoffs and stuff. I think uh, Tyrese and Ludacris were supposed to have their own spinoff too. And yeah. John, I'm cool with Like, Expand on the universe. Yeah. That's cool, man. I want to be a part of that eventually, whether it's like you know, <clears throat> giving them music or some shit like that or getting oh, a quick little cameo in there or yeah. some shit like that. It's like like I remember when we, we got that brief for, for Fast Day when they were looking for songs. I mean, Shane did a, a song with like a Wonder and mm-hmm. uh, like a, because they wanted like a Welcome to the Good Life type fucking song, like mm-hmm. Kanye, that was like the brief or whatever. And uh, we made it. Like he like told me about it. I was like, damn, that's like a dream I didn't know I had. Holy shit. Like, <laughs> I didn't know I wanted to be part of that. Like, yeah. Fuck, no, dude. that's actually really interesting you putting it that way. Mm-hmm. Like, even you saying it now, and it's like that. And you're right. It's not a goal until you hear him just like, ooh, that, that's a thing? Yeah. That would be a cool... That's my goal. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That was like the first, like, huge thing that, like, I remember being a part of. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit, dude. We can write a song and, it, like, be heard, you know, by these people? Like, mm-hmm. holy shit. It ended up, like, a G-Eazy song or something. And those fuckers literally just said Good Life. That's the name of their song. They literally just took the yeah, brief good, and, and named good, it Good Life. Good I was kind of pissed about that. Yeah. I was like, man, you fuckers. I get it, though. G-Eazy. Oh, that's that G-Eazy song with Kalani. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that anything about it. Where the fuck's G Easy been, bro? I haven't heard shit from him. You know what's funny? Um, I've been waiting for when he came out. I think it was 2016 that we, he came out with like a like his album album, and like everybody was like, "Yo, G Easy's dope." Mm. It was kind of coming up, and <clears throat> when I was still doing CrossFit, I was like, "Yo, I w- I kept waiting for his next album," and then like. It didn't drop, but I think it did, and I'm kind of missing it, and I'm kind of just missed that bus, so I kind of just have to go listen back. Um, I I like this flow when he first came out, um, just what he was saying, but again, like, I I feel like when it comes to, like, you know, white rappers, you kind of just, like, get, like, every now and then someone will be in the spotlight for a little bit, then will disappear. It was the same thing with Yellow Wolf. It was the same thing with... um, I would definitely not. I'd agree with that. You, they they kind of have their their moment, like an album or two. Yeah, and like you don't fucking hear shit from them exactly. Again. What's the name of that guy? Then Macklemore. You know, Macklemore was yeah, dude. Huge. I don't know what the fuck happened to him? Exactly. It's just like you know, you he's have probably still writing. Shit, no, he's but. he's still like I think the stuff he's done. You know, like I think with the energy of that song and how big it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think his content has always been a little bit more uplifting and kind of just very indie. You know, which I, I like as well from yeah. him. It's always like feel good. Yeah, like feel said, good. Lifting, which is not Very, like what everyone's like. Yeah. Into. His, his, his lyrics are kind of. 
I would say corny, personally. You think so? But there's like <clears throat> me and me and Tom and Dylan the Superb were like all arguing like with Tom like mm. the difference between cheesy and corny. Mm. You know, like cheesy is like still cool, but you get it. And, you know, it's a little you know you know cheesy. Yeah, it, it's 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 fine. Yeah, kind of like I forget what the example was. It was like whatever. But like corny is like negative connotation yeah. where cheesies can be good. You know, where he was saying, like, fucking Linkin Park was corny or something like that. I'm like, what? Damn. Who said that? Fucking Tom, bro. Damn. That's what I said. That's fine words. (laughs) That's what I said, That's fine words in some circle. Hybrid theory, meteor, you fucking with me, dude? Damn. Literally. You know how many bands exist because of them? I think knowing- He's probably here. Tom, you over there? Yeah, he is. Yeah, you over there, bro. (laughs) (laughs) But like I think mostly is um I like those hot takes though yeah. like that we're gonna be doing. We should do that one for the next one. Like Tom's hot takes, fucking uh, <laughs> Lincoln Park is corny. Lincoln Park is corny as fuck. <laughs> gonna get a lot of hate mail. <laughs> I dude, I want them, bro. I want that comment section to blow the fuck up, man. Like I like the uh, what you did with the uh, zodiac thing. Like, oh yeah, thing. that was cool. No, cool. I did, I didn't know like um. Like I said, I try not to think about it too much. I kind of just like go with instinct and just kind of yeah. just knock it out. And like I was telling Tom over there, I'm just like, we'll build on it. You yeah. know, it's one thing that you oh, just do it with me real quick. We'll do a high pitch. Who's that Zodiac? Or guess that Zodiac. Okay. One, two, three. Guess that Zodiac. Okay. Do it two more times. One, two, three. Guess that Zodiac. One, two, Three. Guess that Zodiac! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll use those and layer that and shit, and I'll send that to you for the next one. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll, I'll leave this in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys so want to yeah. know what this is about, you just got to watch MC to MC. That's as simple as that. Yeah, we'll make it make it fucking rad. It'll yeah. But, um, I, don't know, I don't know. Like, uh, going back to uh, Macklemore and Jeezy and that whole Linkin Park argument, it's just like... I think looking at music now, <clears throat> and I guess, I don't want to say evolution because I have no fucking clue where it's going because it doesn't seem like it's going anywhere from my perspective. But it's very I, experimental now. It, it seems to be. Um, but I think in comparison to what's being put out now, what they did, you know, when someone does something so well and it becomes a blueprint and then everybody knows it so much, it's just like, okay, now that you're used to it and you've seen all about it and it's like, oh, it's corny now. Mm-hmm. But at that time when it came out, that was the fucking biggest thing that came out of revolutionizing certain ways. So I, I, I get that, you know, and for, you know, having done shows where Linkin Park was closing, there's no way you're going to tell me they're corny. I mean, like those guys were fucking amazing, you know, like even though like you know we didn't get to i didn't get to filming but like just being able to be literally it was uh in ohio it was called um uh what was the name of the festival uh, something rock i can't remember it was in ohio it was great i think it was in a soccer stadium over there and freaking literally at the top i look i, I can literally look down and see linking Park. literally That's it, cool. that was like probably the coolest thing ever like on top in the beginning of like my touring career, like that type of stuff. Dude, I, I used to work out of them. Like they were like my go-to fucking yeah. playlist and all that shit, dude. I fucking love Linkin Park. What was that band that's like I become so numb? Like Park. Exactly. It's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's just like because I I keep getting those mixed up with the ones that said like um um the the theme song of a uh, Gridiron Gang. 
This is 10% love, 50% That's skills. Minor. That's He is part of Linkin Park. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like, that's why I get those two confused and all. I'm just like... That's actually a dope song. It, I love that song. Yeah. Like, it, that song kind of breaks it down, like, talking about, like, you know, like, how it, it fit that movie so well. Mm. <clears throat> um, I don't even know if it was made for that movie. Was it made for the movie? I would assume it so. It made the soundtrack, but I, I, it was like part of his album that came Anything out. that has like strings like that, like yeah. like syncopated, like... Mm-hmm. I love like anything that has violin, like anything, like even tuba, fuck it. But like, you know, mostly... Like tuba, I fuck with tuba. Even like violin, like violin gets me. If I hear a track and it's violin, so I'm not going to have to hear the rest Well, probably still have to hear the rest of it, but like for the most part, I'm like... I like oh. it, dude. All those late '90s, early 2000s bands just hit a little different. Bangers, bro. And and that's like, the I thing. Think like Godsmack with the I <laughs> stand alone, dude. You're deadlifting. You just feel like a fucking god, dude. You're just like, yeah, yeah it's all alone. me. Fuck all y'all. That's, that's my deadlift. Or that's my <laughs> squat rack. <laughs> Is that what you were saying at Belmont when you were weightlifting? You were listening to Godsmack and oh, well, stuff like that. Well, it, it was a little <laughs> later. I mean, I was. Listening, I don't remember what the fuck I was listening to at Belmont, but like, remember like the direct or whatever like fucking yelled at me for deadlifting mm-hmm. too much because i was like dropping it yeah like, i know four or five hundred pounds yeah i know I everybody would just like i don't know if they made a sign after you were doing like don't drop it like yeah, after dude. you were doing it so much i'm just like god damn it i'm like y'all gotta accommodate me like yeah. i'm not sorry all these fucking kids are skinny and can't yeah do what i can do like but... i'm trying to get jack bro what's yeah, up dude, you remember me dude i had <laughs> a, like hoodie and the big ass beard and everything i was like I, 220 pounds i got a picture of you sitting right here in this little in this room with a little beanie big old beard and yeah. you and jack you a big boy, big boy. <laughs> even uh <laughs> even that uh that video with uh that you did with celica and shane yeah, the yeah. cover dude i haven't seen that since we did it Really? Yeah. I, I don't even s- know where the fuck that is. Is it posted somewhere? No, you never told me to post it anywhere. It was just to send to that label so they could see what she could do. I have it. She should fucking release it. I I want to release it. I haven't. Hit her up, man. Just hit up Shane. Be like, yo, I got this video I'd like to put up. Yeah. Like, that shit? Like, yeah. I don't remember. Like, I remember us, like, setting up yeah, in this Yeah, we were right room. here. Yeah, dude. It was actually a pretty hardcore setup. I was actually... Uh, when... I can't believe Shane played with us. That was awesome. Cause... Shane's face in the video. Do you remember the facial Wasn't expression he, he was doing? fuck the He was like... <laughs> oh, yeah. He's feeling himself. <laughs> dude, then I know exactly what face you're doing, too. He's just like... <laughs> i'm sorry shane but just like looking back at that video he was feeling it but just like his face was like yo everybody. <laughs> love you everybody <laughs> dude that was fucking awesome I, 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 I will i'll go back to that video and look i'm just like god why did i not post this video i'm just like oh record stuff because like to me when it comes to y'all guys stuff i never know like if especially with shane i never know if it's due for a project or all that stuff so i have it mm-hmm just never put it out just because I think for the whole purpose of it, it was just to mostly just, you know, show. It, it was to like help her get a deal or something. Yeah, or it was just I to showcase. I don't remember. Yeah, it was, I think it was just mostly to send to a record label just, just so they could see her perform without anything because he was supposed to send me the track. Mm-hmm. But then we recorded it off the camera and off the mic on my camera. You're just like, dude, that's actually pretty good. Let's just do that. Yeah. You know, and that's what I'm just like, all right, cool. Let's work for me. It turned out pretty cool. Yeah, I, I liked it. Like, Damn, that was like fucking three four years ago now shit it feels like it was forever 
I know. So much has changed, you know, like between then and now. And it's just like you you look at it and you're just like, well, damn, you know, this is only three, four years ago. You know, like the the, when it comes to progress and, you know, how things change, you know, it's just like how you can still be in the same place, but things move. You know what I mean? This room has seen so many transformations. Dude, you didn't even even see it in the beginning. No. Like over. I remember this place was so like dark and like it just <laughs> dark and gloomy dude well because they, like, they had like blankets on that like black blankets on the ceiling which mm. kind of darkened everything and when i first met shane his desk was facing this window mm. and he had this like janky ass mix console to the left of him which, oh my days. i don't know why it was a big one too i think he had two but there was that he had like that that beat to shit little 13 inch mac oh, doing all like the hard vital oh, silence like rock band stuff uh, Blue. Yeah. One second. <laughs> <laughs> Blue just showed up. The Tisk is a, a busy house, y'all. A lot of people coming in, but it's so cool. I like pudding and particular. Tapioca particular. Now just fast forward it. Um, but yeah i remember his desk was there there was like a couch here i used to like chill on and stuff i don't even remember what the fuck was over here i think there was another couch here that was open Mm -hmm. and then like all the band uh like rehearsal shit yeah yeah like i remember the band mess too man the first time like i came in here um and then like the desk moved over here Mm -hmm. kind of encapsulated in in this blanket and then like i started helping out with like band stuff just like you know helping them move shit to the like the end mm-hmm. uh, over there that venue or whatever yeah. the fuck because we we met at the gym um excuse me at belmont mm-hmm. and uh i don't remember i can't remember how like i feel like i asked him a question or he asked me a question and then we just kind of hit it off and like i asked if he did music or production and i was like oh can i come to the studio sometime or yeah. some shit and i just kind of went from there and then I met Chris for the first time, and we just like, Hit. you know, connected. And he's yeah. like, "Hey, man, hey, dude, doing fine, my guy. You doing? You know, like it was just like that. Yeah. So it was at like a REM Studio B or something like that, yeah. and they were like mixing something, and uh, just kind of started from there. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. Yeah, fun times in this house. Fun times, and then yeah. it just you know once like I moved in, and well, the band broke up, and then when I moved in, and then everything uh chris moved in and then like dan moved in and then everything kind of got a little bit better and then you moved in and got more better and uh carter matt came in and no it wasn't carter yeah, no it was, it was matt, matt carter, carter. Yeah. yeah he was the next one <clears throat> yeah um i miss I don't matt. remember what came after him did anyone come after him um yes after matt it was um what's his name Oh, Alex. Yes. Yeah, he he rented the uh, the room downstairs. Yeah. that's right. That was after that. That was an interesting time too. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I was. Uh, I will never forget that day. I was trying to sleep, and then Alex was fucking bumping that shit. Uh, he was mixing late. I think it was like one, two a.m. And I was like, bro. Mm-hmm. I text him just like, bro. You know, I'm like, cut that shit out. And then the chair, as soon as it was so funny because I sent that text and then the music stopped and I hear his car, the door closed. <laughs> <laughs> and he just left. <laughs> and that's like, uh, like literally, but th- yeah. that's what it was. Like, it'll be sometimes, like, you know, y'all guys would be recording. The one song, like, 
I love the song, but I remember that take. Um, With the run song? I don't know if it was that, but like Shane made that guy redo it so many. I'm like, Shane, he has enough fucking takes. That's enough. Oh, was it? Um, he was like, take it away. Like, na, 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 na. I think it was Toronto. Basha. Cody Basha. It wasn't Basha. Oh. It was somebody else. Aleem? Maybe. I think it was Aleem. Aleem was usually pretty quick, though. Take it away. I don't know if you remember. I can't remember that song. But like. Uh, Maybe it was just a service thing. No, you played it when one of the clients came over recently. And uh, somebody came, you were showing them that mix or something. At least I can't. I, re- I distinctively remember it. Because yeah, me and Dylan were working, we're, um, we're doing our you know 12-week program thing with a goal setting. I and agree. you played it here for one of the person that came in or whatnot. Uh, maybe it was Aleem. Um, I think it was Aleem. Oh, it is Aleem. I can hear his voice now. He redid it over and over and over. I'm just like, dude, he has enough fucking takes. <laughs> I've heard that sport 17,000 times. It's, I mean, dude, it's it's getting it right. You have to. Like, no, fucking, I, uh, what's his name? Uh, 30 Seconds to Mars, dude. Like, when they were recording for uh, This Is War. <clears throat> like, if you watch that documentary, dude, they took, like, like, he played the same guitar part like a thousand times until it was fucking perfect, you know? Like, he's a perfectionist. He has to, but, and there's a difference between, you know, blaming perfection as to why you're not releasing stuff or why you're not doing anything mm. or finishing something and then there's knowing your skill level and achieving that yeah you know so that's where like you know where shane the line has is, to be drawn like, i know i can get it out of them i know i can make this record mm-hmm. go, i just need to get the tools yeah you know so like there's a difference with that but like it could have been because like aleem was always drinking whiskey before he because <laughs> he like rasped his voice up yeah yeah a really yeah. cool tone to it well he kept wanting them to hit that file i can't remember he's like use your falsetto he would say mm-hmm. and all that stuff so trying to get that like airy yeah, it's not really his range yeah so just like just trying to get that and it was so not not that like i think after a while i got pissed i'm just like I was in the room and he he was saying us and I did. I'm just like here, there's a take. Fucking mm-hmm. do it. I'm gonna take this take and then put it on his. But it's just like I don't know. I just remember that moment. That's probably like one of the sessions that just stuck with me. But I think I don't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. But like uh, I know I was editing something and I'm just like, <sighs> buddy. But fun times, dude. Dude, I love Aleem. But Aleem. and shouts to Basha too. Shouts yeah, to Basha and Cody Basha, man. Cody, Cody Basha. Um, freaking Jack, music? where's that music, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. Like, what the heck? Like, Cody Vasha, freaking Jack, um, Jack Rosie, Shout Jack Rosie, um, and then uh, I was just literally just Sammy, Sammy. I was literally Shout just talking. Sammy, to him. He's going hard on TikTok. I, I love his shit, yeah, man. Dude. Like his, I love his energy. I love his vibe. Every time he smiles, yeah. it's just like. Mm, like he always puts me in a good mood. Mm-hmm. It's the type of dude I really love having those guys. I love America. Yeah, remember, I love- remember we went to uh, Edley's. Yeah, and we yeah. Ordered, like a shit ton of hot chicken sandwiches. He's like, Fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love America. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. No. But like, what you the point you were making was actually uh, true. You know, like there is a difference between you know wanting something to be perfect because you feel you know, not necessarily insecure, but you I guess no, it is because you're insecure, and then you know knowing that you can get the best out of what you get, just knowing that you have the tools yeah you know like knowing your skill level yeah you need to achieve that yeah like you're 
what the fuck's the word? It's like you expect a certain level of quality from yourself. Yeah. So you can you you know what you're aiming for. But then that's the thing, knowing the difference between what you're seeing and then not getting this good because it's good to have that idea, but just be and that's something I had to realize myself. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest hiccup for me, you know, because I, I kept seeing these things and I would get, you know, hung over the fact that I wasn't doing that exact thing. Yeah. But those are just the expect the expectations of what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that what came out of it wasn't a good thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like that's something that I personally had to realize, even, you know, for a shoot that I was just doing just yesterday. I thought the room would be bigger. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. You adapt. Yeah. And then you make the best out of what you got going on. Mm-hmm. You know, and that to me has probably just been the biggest um you know, thing that has made my life a little bit easier. It's like, okay, it's not quite what I had in mind, but okay, I like the direction. Where do I take it to where it may not look like that, but no one really knows what I wanted it to look like except for me. Mm -hmm. So I just have to be okay with it, you know? So just like kind of coming to that realization and then just trying to, you know, put your best foot forward. And then eventually you work yourself to where like you imagine something and it's exactly what you imagine. And then at that point, I I can imagine that's, that's like every creator's nirvana, you know, where like you think about something, you know, mentally, and then you're just like, okay, this is what I have in mind. This is what came out. Maybe, I don't know. Do you feel like you can achieve that level of like, I don't want to say prowess, but I feel like that's the word. Just because to be able to, yeah. Well, I I said it. I guess that's how you say prowess. I guess. What did I say? You said prowess. I think it's prowess, isn't it? I don't know. I kind of leaned on my French for that. So, uh, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we'll figure out how to say the the word later. But um, just like yeah, just like would you say like uh, it's like prowess for someone to do something like that, like to think about it and put it out exactly and it comes out that way or would you like i think I don't, it's the same with like envisioning like your goals yeah. and success and all that stuff but having the wisdom to understand it's not going to be exactly how you think it's going to be mm-hmm. you know but I do mean, you like, think that's I, a do you think that's achievable though i think mm-hmm. so yeah okay i mean some I, but i it's probably not every single time yeah but you, know, you can come close but mm-hmm. then like you're gonna have some interesting little ear candy things on the side oh mm-hmm. maybe we have to tweak this line because it fits better yeah you know? but it's just trusting yourself along the way to make the right decision i think that's the biggest thing when it comes to like the you know perfection insecurity issues and all that stuff Mm. like that only comes with time and experience you just got to keep doing it and doing it and doing it and then it'll click yeah you know no that's what that's what happened with me anyways and and i would say like also knowing when it's time to like move on on your own from your mentor or whatever because Mm -hmm. you don't ever want to rely on that as a crutch Mm -hmm. you know you need to put yourself in the situation where it's like you're the guy yeah you know because that'll help with the uh trusting yourself because you're gonna make some mistakes along Mm -hmm. the way like right now like i'm in a place where i trust myself to make a dope record or Mm -hmm. decisions and also knowing like what i have to work with too you know i'm probably like if i'm working with like an you know, a below average artist or something for like a service or something, I know it's probably not going to be, I'll do the best I can mm-hmm. with what I have, yeah. the tools I'm given, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm not going to, you know, think it's going to be able to pitch to Rihanna or something yeah. like that. But you never know. You never know. You never know. <clears throat> that one person that you thought that, you know, may not be it turns out to be a fucking beggar. And it's yeah. just like, well, shit. Maybe they're the fucking, you know, we just vibe really well and like something, you know, and you're I'm able, able to take to, something out of it yeah, or like, yeah, you know, yeah. unlock something about there. Cause there's, there's that too. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have people that just come in and just like, oh, whatever. And then like you vibe with them, talk with them. And then you're just like, oh, shoot. 
this person actually now that I you know know a little bit more about him or you vibe a little bit more you realize that you're able to unlock some things about mm-hmm. them it's just like it's so interesting to see how you know some people can tap into like the potential and I'm going to use this tangent to acknowledge the really big pain that I've been dealing with lately because my soccer team uh, coach got sacked and got fired oh really he was a club legend shout yeah, out to Frank Lampard uh, Chelsea. Chelsea. Right. Can't believe you said that. Bruh, oh. I don't follow fucking soccer. Damn it. Sorry. I'm so hurt. Even more hurt right now. What? Because I said soccer? No. <laughs> <laughs> Double hurt right now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, freaking super Frank Lampard. He was like a club legend, played with the club, won all the titles, was the freaking gaffer, the manager. And then he got sacked mid season after not even being able to accomplish what he was supposed to do. And mm-hmm. It hurt. And then the new, his replacement came in. <clears throat> his replacement came in on Wednesday, had a training session at 6 p.m. for a game that they played the next day at 6 p.m. Only had 24 hours to come really? in, take in the new team, go play a game the next day. Damn. Have a good life. Like, so I was fucked on Tuesday when that happened. And I was like editing and all. No, it was Monday. Oh, it so you was, went into editing. And all, oh, dude, mindset. I literally woke up the morning. I woke up before I was planned. And for some reason, I checked my app because people were talking about it. People were talking about it. And it just hit. Mm. Frank Lampard got sacked. And I literally, the first thing I saw in the morning, pissed. Courtney was just looking at me. She's like, you okay? It's like, I'm going to have to change clubs, man. I don't know if I can do this anymore. <laughs> That's literally where I was. My heart. My heart is just like, oh, pieces. Went into editing. I was You're pretty. No, I, I just I, thought about making breakfast, and it made me feel really. Good. I'm sorry. <laughs> Carry on with what you're saying. Oh, but yeah, no. Went into editing, and I kind of had to pause that. I'm just like, you know what? I got to be in a in a better mindset mm-hmm. before working on the podcast. I'm like, none of that sappy shit. Um, and then went into it, and then I'm still processing it. But yeah, I had to make mention of that because that that rocked my world. I, I love soccer, I love sport, and I hate the fact that I can't sit there and watch every games. But I also realize that they're getting paid for me to watch them. I got shit to do, and if I can catch the game later, then that's just as good. I don't have to go. I'm like, well, why put myself through all those emotions if a team's losing and it's affecting my mood the rest of the day? Why not watch it later after mm-hmm. I get stuff done? And then I'm not really have to worry about, you know, it affecting my day. That seems like a win to me. You know, so it's just like realizing, okay, you getting paid one million a day to go here and do this. I ain't getting paid shit. A day? Dude, soccer players make bank, man. Dude, like Coaches some of them. make bank there. Because like, like, it's a, the world sport. Yeah, it is. Like, well, like, um, like one of them, like the wages that they have, um, well, not, not a day. Uh, let's say like, a guy can make it three hundred and eighty thousand pounds a week. Damn, three hundred and eighty thousand pounds a week. The pound is almost double the like the U.S. dollar, which I think it, it may be a little like weaker, just because for some reason the U.K. wants to get out of the European Union and they're still dealing with Brexit and all. Like, which I'm like. Good luck to y'all guys with that, man. Like, they've been dealing with Brexit since God knows how, like, five years yeah, now. Yeah, I thought they, that already happened. Like, it, they were gone. Like, well, they're gone, but now they're trying to negotiate a deal. Oh, I know, because they didn't negotiate them before. No, they're so just now, like, we like, want all the, out. All the European mm-hmm. nations are trying to jack up their prices now. Exactly. They're like, you oh, know? this is what you want? Well, this is what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Deal with the repercussion of your actions. And it's good that you want to, you know, do what's best for your country, but then other people got to do what's best for them, too. Yeah, I remember when Jack, Jack was here we were kind of going into it yeah. we actually watched a, a movie on it i think i forget who was in it i want to mm. say it was like 
it wasn't Benedict Cumberbatch. It was, I don't know. It was, it was interesting. Cause you really kind of understood what, like what the, 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 the motivation, I think the motivation behind it. And well, stuff, also how, like, how it was um, promoted. I think it yeah. seems like it was promoted a specific way. Yeah. And then a lot of the latter part of it wasn't necessarily mentioned. And when you explain it to a lot of people, you're just like, that's what we voted for. And then yeah. people were just like, Oh, well fuck that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I I honestly don't know enough about it. To yeah, done it. Like I even like either side. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know any. Like I was into it. Like when it happened. Yeah. Back in, God, it was like 2016. Like it seems like, into, like five like, years. That ago. and the Trump stuff was happening at the same time. Yeah, we got we we had our own shit going on. So it was just like, well, good luck, Britain. <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out. You know. But yeah. it, it's just like that. Even that's gonna affect soccer. Literally, sure, like really. players coming in and all that stuff. So. Yeah, but. I know it had. To, I think it had to do something with like the euro and like countries paying other, having to fund other countries. So like UK and Germany are like the highest yeah. uh, countries, Contr- over contributors, there, contributors, and yeah. they're like putting money towards other countries that are failing. So yeah. like it's kind of like us do when we were doing like uh, the Paris deal or whatever. Yeah, I guess we're getting back into that or some yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm looking at that. Um, <clears throat> we try. We try not to get political, but as you can tell, every now and then we'll we'll mention some things and all in passing. But really, yeah. uh, try not to get into it. Yeah, because like <laughs> it's never good politics. It's just like oh, speaking of something fun, mm-hmm. going to some fun. The gun that I got actually oh, yeah. after because we haven't mentioned that since the last time we did. Have you been playing with it? Oh, I got fancy with mine where I was like. Oh, you did? Yeah, I was an all-star, man. Yeah, yeah. I've been playing Because you know how, like, sorry. You know how, like, I was showing you, like, you know, put it on your bed or whatever the table was. So, like, if you flip it around and do that, it pops up and then you can catch it. Because I was watching some people on, uh, like, I like Walther's um, uh, do it. And he he just did it smooth as fuck, dude. He just, like, put it back in the mag. Damn, bro. That's cool shit. That's kind of hot. Damn. Yeah, dude. That's a cool party trick. I'm still jelly of those like five or six mags you got for like nothing. (laughs) Fucking pissed. Oh, that's right. So like mine are like $45 each or some shit. Deal. So like we after the podcast last week, I think it was after the podcast. Yeah. We did the podcast and I had, you know, mentioned with the climate and everything, you know, and, you know, Dave being a gun owner and kind of just telling me about how the climate is and how you can't even get a firearm. I've always wanted one, but never made that jump. So I'm glad that Dave kind of just was just like, well, I'll go with you because I wouldn't have done it by mm-hmm. myself. So it was good to have, you know, like that support going into that and true surely as shit the play first place we went to had nothing mm-hmm. not that many options and the, we only went to two places and the second places surprisingly had something yeah they had the uh, what's the one i really liked the mp shield oh man i fucking love that that's dope gun, man i i like that's a, like a, a big go-to it's like that glock 19 and that mp shield are like yeah, the go-to's that mp shield uh, um American yeah that, the the glock one was the one that i really liked the glock 48, 48. Yeah. oh that 48 was nice yeah i'm not gonna lie like it in hindsight that barrel's a little longer so mm-hmm. it might have been a little yeah, overwhelming maybe a little weird not overwhelming more so on the on the carrying side yeah uh, and, just because it's longer exactly advanced. i mean you're, you're you're a bigger dude you may not have noticed it but uh yeah I mean, I think the the shield would be yeah. perfect. And even, like, that's what I was telling Courtney. I'm just like, you know, like, 
I'm like, this is supposed to be my concealed carry. It's yeah. only in the house because I'm not going that route yet. And so, like, when I'm seeing, when she, I'm using it in the house or getting used to it, she gets nervous because she just sees it as a, you know, it's just something in the house. I'm just like, no, this is supposed to be my concealed carry. Mm-hmm. I need to be comfortable using this. So, yeah. automatically, you know, the mentality is a little different when I'm handling it because I want to get accustomed to it, you know, like pulling it, you know, not pulling the trigger, but just like, you know, drawing it drawing and in. like drawing it and like presenting it and then, how to hold it against your chest like you showed me like mm-hmm. so, and you can watch all those videos you yeah see them do like like this. yeah always bring it back and then yep and know, then put it in the holster like, <laughs> that's flagging by yeah the way, if you like do this and you're like like that and it, it crosses somebody yeah it's called flagging and you don't want to like you don't want to like flag yourself or anything. yeah so you want to just when i was at class they they put me on the other side because he was going from appendix and i was going from mm. on, on the side and he didn't want me to go like outwards like mm. this or something like that and flag the other guy when you pour it's just like straight up yeah it's supposed to be just straight, straight up, up and then forward. present yep so straight up and then yeah you, yep once you take your classes like it'll yeah. explain it so yeah too. that that's been that's honestly been uh a lot of adrenaline happened at that time i'm just like like that the, what Dave says is true. You know, a lot of things about that people don't know or a lot of apprehension that people have is like, you know, based on, you know, not having enough information, you know. And then once you get a little bit more educated, like from going there, just that little conversation to have with those people, knowing how to do it is just knowing the rules. And, you know, in this case, you don't break them. <laughs> um, it's not it's not like, you know, camera gear, just like, OK, these are the rules. Now, how do you break them? No. When it comes to gun you don't break them. Yeah. You own the gun. You follow the rules. This is how you do it. This is how you guarantee the safety for everybody. And that that's always been my biggest hurdle when it comes to gun ownership, mm-hmm. just because I felt like I wasn't as educated as I needed to be to have the privilege of owning the gun. Because yeah. I felt like whoever owns well, a gun. technically the right. Well, yeah. But yeah. to me, it's also well, the right. You're right. Yeah. Um, but to me, I also saw like, a, I don't know, like, Taking life, because ultimately it's for protection, but what it ends up being is taking life. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, to that degree, I feel like, you know, I don't want to take someone else's life, you know, like loosely. You know, someone else's life is not mine to take in the first place. So I guess like just out of respect for that, I wanted to be, you know, like knowledgeable about, you know, gun ownership and all, which it's in the process. But the fact that I have it at the house, there for security and all that stuff and yeah that's good now i just gotta find some bullets <laughs> yeah right dude fucking 700 dollars for a thousand rounds of fmj's bullshit I'm, i may go um to gallatin because i uh there's a the shooting range that i went was in gallatin yeah. the first time and i don't know i feel like the population there is maybe not as big as nashville so i may be able to find some there i don't know but um i was looking into that specific ammo is gonna be expensive it's like gold dude there's like a shortage right now just because everyone's packing it like just scooping up as much as they can well i also read that you know like a lot of the mines that like in the you know the 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 material that they used to make with covid it's affected all of that mm-hmm. and so like a lot of those places i didn't even think of that it's interesting you, too yeah he said it was made of like brass and yeah copper and lead no all, maybe not copper lead definitely yeah well he said all of them basically but yeah. it's like you know like with all those mines that are you know producing all those different things like a lot of them get shut down you know mm-hmm. and just because of covid so the, the materials it's hard to come by and you can't can't produce it at the same you know production rate that you used to so it's like it makes sense you know obviously now with people with what's happening right now it definitely coincides you know with yeah. the you know political climate to you know i where wonder people- if any of the mimes were 
affected by uh, Biden getting in because I know he he, mm. he shut down that Keystone pipeline thing with the the fracting and all that or whatever, mm. the hell, which like all the unions lost their minds over. And I'm like, you supported him? What you like? He said what he was gonna do. You know, you I mean you can give him that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> give him that at least. He said what he was gonna do. Mm -hmm. He actually did like 19 executive orders or something. I thought it was supposed to be day. 17. And I was like 19 plus like another one or some Damn. shit like that. Where like everyone else, I think. Bush didn't do any. Obama did five. Trump did one. Biden's doing nineteen. Damn. It's like, bro, what the fuck? What are you changing? Like, you, I've been kind of just keeping an eye on this like school loan shit. Yeah. And uh, everyone's going gung ho over. It. I'm just like, yeah, I don't expect that at all, no. dude. Like, and even like, I think the point that I was reading is just like, it's not just about forgiving school loan, but it's just like, okay, it's only going to be on the loans that they know that they're not going to recuperate. Yeah. And that's the thing. People are assuming that it's everybody. No. If you're paying school loans, keep paying your shit. Because guess what? If you stop paying and you go in default or something, that's bad for your credit. Yeah. You know? And the big thing with that is just like, you know, if you put it in deferment, that's fine. That's what you want to do good. But, like, if ultimately, you know, you're supposed to be making payments and you're not because you're expecting that the government going to come in, swoop in and forget your loan. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you, you got nothing coming because it seems like they're mostly focusing on the loans that they know they're not going to recuperate. Yeah, dude, I'm more so like, like, like we talk about before individual responsibility. Exactly. Stuff. You chose to go to school. Yeah. That's your responsibility. Whether that's the right choice you should have made or not, that's yeah. on you. Like you had those loans, and like all those people who did pay back that hundred k, yeah, they owe. Like they what pissed. happens with them? Yeah, exactly. they get that money back. Or exactly. Like, you know, fuck that, dude. Th that's the thing. I'm in, I have student loans, dude. Yeah. I'm not like, I'm not gonna lie. I'd be rad, but I'd be pissed for Dylan because yeah. he paid off his shit, yeah. all sixty k of it. Like that'd be fucked. Yeah. But I mean, isn't that what they say about life? Though some people get lucky. Some yeah, people, you're right, dude. You know? Some people get like different cards dealt and all it's that. Like, That's just what it is. It's like our parents. Real estate at their time, forty thousand was the most you paid for a house. Mm -hmm. Now it's fucking two hundred thousand. You know, and then they're like, when well, my mom's just like, yeah, my house payment, yeah, fifty dollars a month. I'm like, hmm, I wonder what that feels like. Fifty, um, a mortgage payment, fifty dollars. Can you imagine that? Ooh. <laughs> Like is I would like that. I'd hop on. Not, not even. Well, see, I don't even really know because the interest would be out the ass. I would assume. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it'd be any more different. You know, you think because the time is a lot longer. Well, no, it's still forty years, but you know, oh, 50, oh you're saying fifty grand, of fifty like, grand. A house, house would cost you fifty grand. It's interesting. You know, versus now the house costs like three hundred. Like it wasn't. If you're spending a hundred k on a house, that's like a mansion. Quick, yeah, sure. Bueno. Pienso que estamos bien. No podemos recordar más. That's literally all I was just saying in Spanish. <laughs> all right. Sweet Tina Mary. Sweet Tina Mary. Sweet Tina Mary. Adios. <laughs>